Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Eric Crow and this is Then, Now, and In Between. A story about how life was back in the early days of, that you probably can't remember and to in between and into the future. Just to mark some of the differences. I am here with Miss Jacqueline Johnson. She happens to be somebody who's been alive a long time and also happens to be my grandmother. So I think this is the best time to sit here and pick, wonder what life was like back then, back in the day. How you doing, Miss Johnson? It's fine. All right. Now we had a brief discussion the other day where you told me that you, about Ed Sullivan hmm. and how he brought some girls on TV and and that and how that how that experience go for you? It wasn't good because we didn't often watch TV. We were only allowed to watch it on certain programs and when Ed Sullivan brought the June Taylor dancers on, my grandmother said that's the end of that and she cut the TV off and I never could watch it again. Wow. And uh, in the conversation we had earlier, it was because they had shorts that came down to the knee, right? Yes. Wow, that is de definitely different. Now Now you got half-naked women on TV. Yep. But it wasn't allowed back then, um, in our house anyway. I couldn't watch Mickey Mouse Club because they were wearing short shorts. And they weren't really short, they were just a little bit above the knee, but anything above the knee was not acceptable, so I couldn't watch Mickey Mouse Club anymore. Now that is a that's a subject right there. The, the fact that the Disney Channel has changed dramatically over the years, from being now would would that been that would have been considered risque, right? Yes. I'm trying to save my daughter. Wow, that is that is just different, man. I I tell you what, living in the '90s, we had some risque. You couldn't cuss on TV half the time in the 90s, and then you had the everybody start cussing back in the day. And back in, you know, I'm not saying you're old, um, but back in the, what, 50s, 60s, and 70s, there really wasn't that much cussing on TV. There wasn't any. It was, it was more wholesome. Like, shows like... Um, the Partridge Family, Leave It to Beaver, uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Even the comedy, even the comedy has changed over the years. From when we first got a TV at our house, it wasn't allowed to be watched except like three programs a week. Oh wow. And um, that was supervised, you know, by. You hear that, millennials? You think you got the struggle now? Try, go home, turn on your TVs. You got three channels, three channels, whatever you want. Pick your three favorite channels, and then just watch them. Nothing else. No, I meant three programs a week. Oh, three pro. So three like thirty-minute programs. Right. Jeez, th 30 but minutes. we did have three channels. When helping them grow up, 
And from what I, you know, I normally get told, you, you had three channels and the president was on most of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Wow. I don't know, it was just different. You women, girls weren't allowed to wear pants to school or church or even in the winter. When I was in Michigan, we had to wear skirts. They had to be below the knee. And um, you had to button your top button on your collar. So you had to... Oh, wow. It was just the way it was back in the day. So do, uh, like, uh, now you got over 100 channels and TV and you got all these new rules and stuff. Do you think uh, kids watching, like, the older shows, like Leave it to Beaver and stuff like that, do you think that that's an actual good depiction for back in the day? Pretty much. It was like that. It wasn't as, uh, we, I wasn't allowed as much freedom as they had on Leave it to Beaver, but they were boys, so it was different. And that's the thing that has drastically changed over throughout the years uh, since the 1920s and stuff, women getting the rights to vote. Went, a lot of, a lot of days now, it's a lot woman focused now, you know, I know the biggest difference is that a lot of people brought up and talk, when I was doing surveys and stuff from different age group demographics was women are now being the bacon, bringing home the bacon. Yeah, we didn't. That didn't happen back in the day, you know. Um, I was raised on a farm and um, Grandpa worked the farm and Grandma cooked the meals for the hired hands. And she cooked three meals a day. She baked bread every day. She, um, we were allowed to have, like, something that would seem unconscionable. If you had a piece of bread and you wanted to put something on it, you could have either butter or jelly. But you couldn't have both. So you could have either butter or jellies. Yeah. Compared to nowadays, people got like peanut butter jelly up in there. They got, they want to put lunch meat and all that. We didn't have nothing like that. If Grandma didn't cook it, we didn't have it. We went to the store, the grocery store, about twice a year. And we bought flour, sugar, coffee, just like that. And, um, we grew all of our vegetables and we raised the cow and we raised the hogs and that was that. If we didn't have it, you didn't get it. So, it was pretty rough. Now, farming and stuff still goes on today, but, I, but back in the day, you don't have all this modern day equipment and all this other stuff. No. We planted the garden. We plowed the garden with the horse. We, um, we had the picking and the cannon and it had to last. I remember when we ran out of, <clears throat> out of some food and we had large sandwiches for about a couple weeks till we got stuff. Wow. To eat. 
There's definitely a lot of there's definitely a lot of differences from then to now, but there's also a lot of similarities. Due to the current every due to the current situation that's going on, I found out to, by talking to friends on Facebook and talking to people online and whatnot. A lot of people now are getting closer together and they're actually becoming more family oriented. Yeah, this coronavirus is definitely making more family oriented since you can't really go anywhere. My daughter's birthday's in a week and um, we can't even take her out to dinner. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do for her. <laughs> and for the for the introspect of who that person is, that person is my mother. She is turning 418? 418? Yeah, 418. Yeah, she, she went to the prom with Moses when he parted the Red Sea. It was a beautiful thing. They dated for a little bit. But now, uh, but yeah, it's definitely more, I, I think more family oriented. And then it's also uh, one of the biggest differences that I've found out throughout the years from then to now was the lack of you know communication and this is not talking about the current problem going on with the whole coronavirus uh we used to be in a uh i was raised by my grandmother on uh, my dad's side of the family and uh she taught me how to come up to be you know you do stuff with your family you don't sit here you don't stay on the phone 24 7 and uh how does it how do you how how do you think the uh the way it is now compared to the way it was do you think you know we're going in a good direction still or do you think it, we would be better off living back like the old ways i think now is better I would think now would be better because it was pretty rough back in the day. It really was. It was rough to get by, you know, and everybody else was in the same boat. You're just getting by, that's all. And nowadays, there's many, 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 many opportunities out there for younger people and making more money. And I think it'd be better now. All right. I wanted to start this first podcast by talking to somebody who's lived through a lot. Uh, you've been in the military. Yep. How do you, in your opinion, what, how is military life compared to normal family life? It was different. It was more family-oriented than the pop, than the general population, though. I think um, you had to control your kids, and your kids weren't allowed to do a lot of stuff that other kids were. And um, so, I don't know, but it's just different. It's more strict. They aren't allowed to just go out there and tear up and do what they want. They have to answer to me. They had to answer to me because that meant my job, my career, everything else if my kids messed up. 
so they were pretty much raised different than a lot of kids that weren't in, weren't military kids. All right. So they couldn't do normal kid things like they couldn't like run around outside play cops robbers and stuff like that or they could do that but they like they had to respect their elders they had to respect other people you couldn't just say what you wanted to say and if you were upset you better not show it ah okay so that is a lot different than the way things are now you know you got you got a selective group of people that like to say what's on their mind. You have a lot of comedians out here that feel like you should say what's on your mind. Don't keep a lot of feelings bottled up. But you also have a lot of people out there that won't say what's on their mind, but yet five minutes later they'll post it on social media. Right. And let the world know how they feel. And then when you, like, ask them about it or something, you know, they're over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That that has drastically changed over. Now we're living in a modern day age where social media is at a key factor of my uh, like of my even my life. Like I'm doing this podcast. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on all those things, and I'm 31. Yeah, you know, and. I see it like a lot of these things. I see a lot of things on uh, like TikTok or something become famous, and it's usually something dumb like slapping each other in the face or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely different. Bringing up a kid nowadays for bringing up a kid in, in when I was bringing up kids. Or oh, yeah. When I was being brought up was definitely different. Oh, yeah, because... Uh, even in my time, you know, you had corporal punishment. Yeah. Now you can't whoop your kid without getting a lawsuit slapped on to you. Yeah, well, I think it was 1986 is when they stopped being able to beat your kids. That was the craziest thing they ever did. If I got, if I did wrong, I just got beat. And that was just the end of that. Nobody really gave a damn. So that was it. Got whooped, you went on about your business. Yeah. You know what you did. You know what you were getting whooped for. <laughs> so you didn't do it again, or if you wanted to get whooped, you could do it again. <laughs> Pretty much. I used to get the razor strap out behind the barn. Now when that I was a kid. The razor strap, that is the old thing on a barber shop where they used to sharpen the razors with. Yeah, it's a piece of leather. It's a thick piece of leather. Ooh. I bet you that hurt. And it's nice and long, too. Ooh, I bet you that hurt. You would get so many whacks with it, depending on what you did. Grandpa would Grandpa would do it, and he would <clears throat> take you out there, and he would tell you what you did and how many licks you were going to get. And he would do it, and that would be the end of that. You'd go to bed probably without dinner. Now, I have a nine-year-old daughter, and... She's awesome. Um, I had to go through parenting classes. And what the parenting classes nowadays tell you to do is to put them in a timeout. Okay. Or create a chore jar. They do something wrong, give them, a, give them an obstacle out of a chore jar. 
I ain't never had one of uh, I am publicly going to say 31 years old. I have never had a chore jar in my life. Yeah. It was called if I didn't do what I was supposed to do, I either Now I either was chose to either get a butt whooping or I'd get something that I really loved taken away from me. Yeah. Now you send to a, you send a young into a timeout. They got a tablet to play on. They got a TV to watch. They got video games to play. Yeah. And then you got some parents out there that'll send them to a timeout, <laughs> make them go sit on the pot. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. Uh, my daughter's grandparents are a firm believer of sit on the pot method. Yeah. That's where you go sit on the sit in the bathroom on the toilet, so you can think about what you did. When my kids were young, and I, the way I punished them, I didn't hit them. I never hit them. But I would take away what I called their electricity. Everything that plugged into the wall got brought out into the hallway. And um, they had a light bulb, and that was it. No, no toys, no... Talk no, about I, you having to use your imagination. If you didn't have an imagination, that, that's a sad day right there. You could have paper and pencil. That would be it. You'd just get it taken away for a week or two. It seemed to work. It worked. But I never did whip my kids because I didn't like it when I was a kid. I think that is like, I think right there is like a lot of reasons why, you know, there is no, a lot of, not a lot of whippings going on. Now, there's still whippings going on. I know several people that whip their kids still. I also know several people that take a different method of doing things. And they, every so often, you get these, uh, these kids that just downright bad mouth talk to you. Yeah. Oh, I know. They're terrible nowadays. Want to arm wrestle? If I'd have said anything like that to my parents or my grandmother, grandfather, that would have been the end of it. Yeah. I might not have been able to talk for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, now we sit here in a day of age where, you know, We sit here with day and age with all this technology presented to us and my personal opinion, if you have the mantles and the platforms to speak out and say your piece and you know, you don't do it disrespectfully, you don't sit here and try to take on the world, you know what I'm saying? If you use it for good and do it the right way, I think it's a positive way of using it. And you know, back in the day, I think they called it a soapbox. You stand on your soapbox. <laughs> now, another thing that has changed from then to now is traveling. Yeah. We went camping when I was a kid. You know, I don't know if there's a lot of people out there that still go camping, but normally nine times out of ten when they go camping, they haul in an RV that has all the luxuries of home and they pull up to the RV park, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit dangerous going camping nowadays, you know. You got a lot of lunatics out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, there's nothing beats sitting around a campfire with your friends and family. You know, Pat, you know, somebody probably got a guitar or something, you know. that. You know, I went camping a lot as a kid. Like, we, we couldn't afford, you know, go to these luxury camping places and stuff. We went, like, a mile down the road to this place called Plymouth Rock in Lacey Springs, Alabama. You know, we went down there and did a lot of camping. So I, I've experienced that as a kid, but now camping is just different. Traveling's different. You know, it used to be you take your whole family on a vacation, and now, like, nowadays it seems like, yeah, if you want to get rid of your kid, here, here's a plane ticket, here's a bus ticket, here's something. Here, go visit your relatives and so-and-so, you know, you know, Roanoke, Virginia or something for two weeks while the parents rest or whatnot. But now with all the security risk on traveling, dear God, you can't go nowhere. No. I used to go to camp. That was a big deal back in the day to get to go to camp because a lot of people couldn't afford it. I didn't get to go every year, but I got to go sometime. And um, that was fun. Go to the campground and uh, they'd have people to watch you and play games and do all kinds of stuff. That was like the ultimate. Oh, I bet. I I was, I, that does sound fun. Like, I don't know if there's like still camps out there that you can go to. Yeah, I think there are, but they're different. You know, that, that seems like a fun thing to do, you know, you go to camp or something, you know, do something for the weekend. The one thing I've, the one thing I've learned, I'm a recently amputee person, so I had to get a hobby, so this is why I'm also starting this podcast, because I need a hobby. Um, you know, a lot of people back in the day, you know, they used to, uh, not just go to camp or nothing, but they go on uh, these. They go on the trips out of state, you know, and they used to make it a big event, and now it just seems so easy just to go here, go there, you know. Yeah, it's different now than it was then, for sure. And the the one thing that is another difference is is the music nowadays too. <laughs> you know, you had people like, you know, Fats Domino, Frank Sinatra. Even even through the 60s, you know, you had like the Mamas and the Papas, and you had all the country people like Johnny Cash, Kenny Rogers, and all that, compared to some music today. But what I've found out, that there's a couple groups of people in music are trying to, you know, get that old feeling, old sounding back. Luke Combs being one of them, um, you know, you still got Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, Reba McIntyre still making music, you know, and it, but music's definitely changed, you, like, there's a song called I'm a Bad Guy that I barely understand the lyrics to, and it's like a techno rave beat by a girl named Billie Eilish, who's like, I think 17 at the t- right now. Mm-hmm. We weren't allowed to listen to music when I was a child. It was sinful. We weren't allowed to dance. We weren't allowed to go to any, there wasn't any kind of a place to really go at all. 
So, uh, similar to that, um, there was a movie in the 80s called Footloose. Yeah. With Kevin Bacon in it. Right. And he comes to this small town where they don't dance, they don't really party, rock and roll and all that. And he kind of introduces it. So, was it like that? No. It just wasn't done, but I was... my The religion that I was in kind of kept us from any of that. But, um... It was pretty strict. It wasn't like that, though. They didn't do that. Oh, okay. It just wasn't done. Nobody did it, so nobody missed it. <laughs> wow. That is... We did listen to the mute, the um, radio sometimes. Everybody gathered around the radio and Grandma got on the piano and we would sing, but it would be mostly hymns and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, now, I am a fan of like old-time radio shows and stuff, so like, do you remember any shows you had that were listened to on the radio and stuff? Jack Benny was one. And... Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't think now. But, um. Ed Sullivan used to be on radio before he was on TV. That guy you saw outside the hotel yesterday. Oh, wow. That's Denny Adams. It's a famous film director. Those for you listening and don't know who Jack Benny is, Jack Benny was a comedian back in the day who was also extremely good at playing the violin. Yeah. And um, Ed Sullivan also was uh, Johnny Carson's co-host, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. After he had been around a while, Ed Sullivan pretty much kept to himself. But he was a, a family program. He was on radio and then he went to television when we got television. They had television, but we didn't have one. Oh, wow. You know, we, we couldn't afford that kind of luxury. But um, Now, that is the thing. The TV being a luxury item. Yeah, it was a big luxury. Now, now, now you see TVs in everybody's home. and Several TVs in everybody's home. I actually stayed with somebody that had like nine TVs in their house. Yeah. The first TV we got was about an eight inch screen and it was round. And it had, you had to make it pick up the programs. He put some uh, aluminum foil on the antennas and adjust them and stuff. Oh, wow. That's different. Yeah, that was. I don't even think nobody knows what a regular rabbit air antenna is nowadays. No. But we used to put tinfoil on it, and um, we'd get better reception. Or somebody would go up there and hold it, and you get better reception. So the most commercials where they're holding the TV with the leg up in there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, man, that's just been great. That, 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 that had to be a chuckle. Unless you're the one having to do it, then you're missing all the TV shows. Well, mostly the kids had to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely was the day. Well, Miss Johnson, Grandma, thank you so much for this time that I took from you uh, for my first ever podcast called Then, Now, and In Between. And 
Hopefully we can do it again. Maybe we can talk about something else later on down. Tune in next time where I'm going to bring the in-between part, which is going to be my mother, who had a wonderful life from the 70s to 80s to 90s. Tell me what to expect when you're expecting a new pet. And uh, she'll be a little bit older next time probably, but uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Um, like my podcast, follow my podcast, and thumbs up to single mothers. <laughs> All right.